stay in the hotel close to Trafalgar Square helped me to have access to my favorite Indian food items, since there was at least one Indian restaurant in Bond Street, and I felt that I was in Colaba area of Bombay then. Thankfully, I was able to have the favorite food items like pongal, idli, and dosha, sambar, vegetable biryani, curd, rice, etc. Whenever I wished to have in a Chamillian restaurant named Saravanam Pavan, rather than having to resort to blank hamburgers or fast food that I was getting fed up for some months. However, the thought that I have only one more day left before the scheduled train trip to Paris forced me to chart out plans for rapid whirlwind tour of unseen but marked out places of tourist interest of London metropolis. After the namesake humble breakfast in the hotel, I set out to explore the much-hyped Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Since I had identified that this wax museum is close to Baker Street YouTube station, closeness of my hotel to Charing Cross YouTube station was handy in charting out in charting out the journey to the Madame Tussauds Museum, Wax Museum. I was amused to see that the founder of this wax museum was a French woman named Marie Grachols, short daughter of a, of a French doctor who had passion for wax modeling and took his daughter Marie as apprentice at a very young age. Marie is known to have made fame at the age of 17 by creating the wax statue of Voltaire, the famous French writer and philosopher, and had the, had the, had the fortune of working with French royal family of Louis XIV and was even imprisoned for a few months during French Revolution and escaped decapitation from, by the, by the revo French revolutionaries using some high connections with the revolutionary leadership. Fearing for her life, though, Marie escaped to London and married a Frenchman, Francois Toussaint, and to prevent getting caught by French adversaries, changed her name to Madame Toussaint. For more than 25 years, Marie Grachors worked under the name of Madame Tussauds and conducted many public exhibitions of hundreds of wax statues and models inherited from her father and got much needed publicity and established her wax museum under the name of Madame Tussauds in 1835. When I reached the entrance of the wax museum, surprisingly there were not many visitors lining up for entry. Unlike the case of British museums, there was an admission fee of about five pounds for entry. Curious to know what the hype is all about, I too dished out grudgingly the required amount and bought, bought an entrance ticket. 
Many statues in wax were really so original and most of them were either royal figures of politi or politicians or film stars or sports stars and even notorious dacoids and pirates of western world and it is possible that they were exhibited there presumably getting enormous sponsorship sums as publicity charges from the stars concerned. The horror chamber featuring French revolution and decapitations of the corrupt etc. was somewhat scary and I felt that those with a weak mind should preferably avoid the horror chamber to prevent fatal heart problems. The planetarium at Madame Tussauds, though, is a must-see part of the museum. And for anyone intending to study astronomy and the stars, visit to this section can be really rewarding. I for one felt that I should have been more circumspect and should not have wasted such a huge amount of money for entry to such an overhyped museum show at all. I wandered around for a few minutes along Oxford Street, Baker Street, etc. and I wished to take a snap with my pocket camera Yashika to record my visit to London and to send some photos to my family back home in Kerala. I looked around for a while to see a familiar face anywhere and whether I can locate an Indian face somewhere to help me with the photo click. And having found no Indian face anywhere, I ventured to approach a middle-aged, English-looking, white-skinned pe pedestrian who was passing that way. And I politely asked him, Sir, would you click a photo of mine, please? The answer was rude and really shocking. I have to mind my own business, get someone else. This uncultured, brute reply was proof of the famous British hospitality, and I cursed my ancestors for tolerating such uncultured brutes as our masters for nearly 300 years. Thankfully, another person, presumably an Indian, readily obliged and helped me with some photos of Oxford Street and surrounding areas that I managed to, to send to my father back home in Kerala. Many small shops of Oxford Street appeared to be managed by Indian owners, and there were many international business brands like Marks & Spencer, C&A, AdWords, etc. in the vicinity of a kilometer or two. I managed to purchase some low-priced but good-quality T-shirts and foreman shirts, as souvenirs of my London trip. However, many white-skinned salesmen of even multinational companies seemed to harbor a sort of aversion or hatred for an Indian-looking customer like me. Though I thought of filing a complaint of racial behavior of the errand staff to the manager, since I did not have time to waste to run to the police station, etc., I preferred silence to be better part of weather. After the shopping stint in Oxford Street and Baker Street, Street and neighborhood areas, I boarded the YouTube underground train network and go down at Kensington Station, 
and taking the exhibition road, reached the entrance of the Science Museum building. The main topic of presentation of exhibits in the museum was the role of science on daily life and industrial areas. Replicas of various engineering devices and complex machines highlighting technological skills are exhibited here. I was able to inspect here the first models of stream engine, cars and aeroplanes, but also many models of devices that we use in daily life, detailing and detailing basic principles of physics and chemistry of each one of them. In addition, the history of the growth and development of printing and cloth industry spanning many centuries are exhibited here. Interestingly, I was feeling proud to see the replica of the specific method of silk manufacturing invented by our Indian ancestors in Gujarat. The technique of diamond excavation and cutting and refining of diamonds, etc., that great Indian ancestors had mastered 300 years ago was on display in this museum too. The exhibition of model of Apollo 10 spaceship that landed in Moon some decades ago was one of the main eye-catching items of the Science Museum. In the Welcome Gallery, the history of medical science is presented vividly, though some of the photographs and illustrations were unpleasant enough to generate some sort of horror in the minds of some susceptible and feeble-minded onlookers.